Welcome to Shoot Your Shot, where we learn how to take your side hustle photography and turn it into a full-time living. How do we as smaller photographers get our photos and our services out into the world and yet still remain profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Your host is Esther Marmon, wedding photographer, educator, and founder of Educated by EMP. Esther is here to share with you all of the secrets of the industry and get your business rocking. It's time to turn your dreams into reality and be that full-time wedding photographer you've always wanted to be. Welcome back, everyone, to Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am so excited. I've got Megan on today, and she is a photographer in Utah, and she is so freaking talented. So I did some stalking, as I do on social media, and I was like, all right, I got to get Megan on here. Get her onto the show because she's got a lot of great insight to share with you guys. So welcome, Megan. Hey, thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. I've never like interviewed on a podcast before and I listen to them all the time. So it's like really weird to be on the other side of this kind of intimidating, but I'm also really excited. Amazing. Yeah, no, it's cool to kind of get on, on the other side of things. And like, yeah, I used, I like listen to podcasts all the time. So I was like, oh man, this would be cool to start one to be like, now people are listening to me. This is so cool. Yeah. Um, So now you get the other side of things. People get to hear what you have to say and about your experiences. And I know Mm -hmm. we'll inspire lots of people out there today. And to be honest, you know, if if we end up, you know, reaching one person that we can inspire one person to make that jump, um, then it's, it's all worth it. Um, so I'm sure we'll definitely do more than that, but if we can reach one that my goal is accomplished. Um, yeah, mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing girl. You're the best. I'm like literally met you a few minutes ago. I'm already vibing. I love it. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Beauty. So, uh, Megan, what I would love to do for our audience here today is if you could share a little bit about your story, your brand, how did you first get started into photography? What kind of piqued your interest? And just give us give us a background info about you and your business. Yeah, so um, I'm Megan. I specialize in elopements and couples and micro weddings, um, mainly in like national parks or really cool outdoor spaces. Um, I really enjoy like very intimate, stress-free weddings. <laughs> I've like second shot my fair share of weddings. And to be honest, I do not like them. <laughs> like eat might be a strong word, but um, yeah. I just feel like it feels so rudimentary and like everything's already planned out. And I'd rather just be like outside going on hikes, helping people mm-hmm. like, do permits, follow blue no trace policies, and like really get to explore like how cool um the world is. I've been shooting a lot in America recently because I live here and it's a pandemic. <laughs> but um, uh, it's I'm excited to like kind of go abroad at some point. I think that's my next like unrealistic goal. If you follow like Jai Long at all, like he always oh yes, love that man. Goals. Yeah, I like listen to his podcast all the time. Like probably the reason why I'm not burnt out and I still am going and I feel like I can do whatever life throws at me, which is maybe not true, but I like to think it's going to be true. And if you keep thinking it, then it will happen. Um, I kind of hopped into the elopement business almost a year ago, like maybe 10 months. Um, Kind of went to my first styled shoot in October and then booked my first elopement in April. And then um, because of the pandemic, I took um, like 
eight months off school, just a semester off school because I'm a theater major and there's no theater happening right now. It just right. kind of seemed like a waste of money to keep going. Totally. Um, but I also told myself, I'm like, there's no fucking way that you're going to just like take um, this time off school and just go to your day job. Like you need to go yeah. do something cool this time you have off, like even in totally. a pandemic. So um, I'm a broke college kid, absolutely no money. Like I go through all of it at the end of when I get my next paycheck, I usually have like 20 bucks in my bank account situation. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to travel. Like, how do I travel? So I had to think, I'm like, what do I want to do? I knew I really wanted to do photography. I knew I really wanted to do elopements and just go to some cool places on my time away from school. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to organize content days, styled shoots, whatever you want to call them yes. in national parks. Um, I'm going to charge people just enough to like cover like the cost of doing it. So like pay the models, rent the dresses, get the florals, that kind yep. of stuff. But then also like charge them enough. So my travel fees are included as well. So right. I can just go to these places for free, get content, go mm-hmm. back home, live my life. <laughs> totally. Um, and that's honestly how I have so many like cool places in my portfolio is for some reason, people trusted 20 year old me enough to hand over $600 and um, spend their money. And I did it. I hosted, I I think I want to say like five styled shoots this past year, just in national parks. And um, I got to learn like the permit process of all these national parks. So that way when couples want to go have elopements in these places, I can walk them through the whole permit process yeah. Um, so I've gained a lot of information from having to do it myself and I've got to like see these places. And I think everyone always says, which is totally true that shoot what you want to book. Yeah. So if you want to go book something in Yosemite national park, then you need to shoot in Yosemite national park. You need totally. to know the locations to go to know how busy it is. Know if that's a better spot for sunrise or sunset, how many people can be there, if their yeah. guests need ADA accessibility, like, is this a good location for them? Yeah. Which permits, like, what permits allow you to go to these places or what location within these parks? So it's so important that you mm-hmm. actually know. And that's going to make you a better photographer as well because totally. they're booking you for your expertise of this place and mm-hmm. knowledge of this place so you can charge even more if you so sort of desire which you should because yeah 100%. Charging what you're worth is like a really difficult thing to like determine I think everyone says you're like calculate your cost of doing business and then you want to also make a profit off that so mm-hmm. but I think everyone kind of gets stuck at well how do I calculate my cost of doing business and well, how much should I actually profit off of these? My yeah. answer is always do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, literally though, it's so true. There's no right or wrong answer. It's like, you yeah. gotta do you. And you know what? Like for when I made the the jump to full-time, I'm like, well, I need to charge more because I don't have another income. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, when I was doing it part-time, I could get away with doing these like dirt cheap shoots and that was fine. But you can't when it's like, I want this to be my sole 
income. And I also wanted, I knew I wanted to reinvest a lot of money into the business and you can't do that when you have no cash flow. So it's like, um, okay, well, you know what you, yeah, you got to do you and you got to figure out cost of doing business and mm -hmm. what you're worth, your experience, your gear, everything you've invested into your business. And people always think, oh, I just, you know, I just need a few picks. It's like, no, like this is an established business. Mm -hmm. I have put so much into it. It's like, it's not about the few picks. It's about my years and years of figuring this all out and spending yeah. thousands of dollars and all this stuff. So I, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, people have asked me or just like have asked the Facebook group by admin, just like, when should I raise my prices? And mm -hmm. honestly, I say whenever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, um, I'd also say it's like when you need to start giving your client a better experience, like for mm -hmm. me, I realized like, I want to send like welcome boxes. I want to put time into making like, um, elopement guides. I want to, um, be able to print out some of their pictures and send it to them. Like, and I can't do that if I'm charging like 200 bucks for an elopement. So no. I raised my prices and honestly, more people have come to me because one, they think like, oh shit, she knows what she's doing, which I do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, then learn, yeah. <laughs> you should probably learn what you should be doing. <laughs> probably figure that out before <laughs> you start charging a dollar. Yeah. Um, but there's also just so many great resources. Like, I feel like I've learned so much just through Facebook groups. Like if you're not in the Facebook group community, like get in there because- absolutely it's so easy to ask a question. There's like so many experienced photographers in there that will answer it for you. Um, I'll just like shout out a few that I think that um, the law tog legal resource for photographers, like if you're going yep. through something where a client is like questioning your contracts and stuff, like yep. that's a really good place to get advice. Um, I admin for unscripted. So yeah, <laughs> maybe. I love that, that group. <laughs> yeah, they're super fun. And we have like a large array of different um, levels of photographers in that group. Totally. Um, you might message the unscripted page and I'll say hey to you. So <laughs> that's always really fun. Love that. Yeah. And then I also think that the fire and ice photography group has a lot of really good information on there as well. So really? Again, like it's really nice just be able to hop in there, ask a question, get it answered. And yeah. like so that's true. And you'll get like so, so many bad. comments too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I started my whole business, like I want to say less than two years ago. And I've grown so much just from like being in Facebook groups and asking questions yeah. or reading and learning about other things. Cause totally. I'm like, I don't really need a contract. Like these are my friends that I'm like gonna shoot for like 20 minutes and we'll play dress up together. And like, then I was reading about how some friends just got really mad and like, and now suing somebody over something like the same, like a similar situation. And it's just so much easier to just be like contracts with everybody. Yeah. And it's just it's it, so easy to just get that contract in place mm -hmm. and have that system going. And I think it's until you hear one of those horror stories or, or unfortunately, if a horror story happens to you yeah. that you really pull up your socks and like, okay, I guess I gotta <laughs> make this a thing, right? Like yep. for me, I didn't like, I didn't have any kind of workflow or booking process or good systems established in place until I got scammed. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I'm out six grand. Oh, I, how did that happen? Oh, cause I have no systems in place. You know, I was a bit naive too, but he was a that really happens. good scammer. Um, yeah, <laughs> it happens. And it was like, until one of those times that you really get burned and it's like, oh, wow. Um, I guess this is why people have, you know, these different workflows in place and 
that you need to meet with the client beforehand and that you have contracts and questionnaires and deposits and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, it kind of just teaches you that lesson there. So, but um, like, even if you get a sketchy message, you can literally like screenshot it, put it in a Facebook group and ask. And people are like, yep. oh, that's a scam, bro. Like, I don't know what you're on, but that was a scam. Totally. <laughs> so, and they can just, just warn you right off the opinion. bat. Yeah. And it's like so nice to have, I feel like as a new photographer, I really struggled to make like photographer friends because I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't want to like reach out to someone that knew what they were doing and then feel like I was taking advantage of them for asking them like all these questions. Mm -hmm. So having like Facebook groups and like that community is super easy to like ask these questions and not feel like you're taking advantage of anybody. Totally. Because like, they're putting the info out there if they want to. Yeah. So I really struggled with that. Like as a new photographer, it was like, well, who can I ask these questions to? And then I yeah. found all these Facebook groups and it's like, okay, I can just put it in here. And if someone like wants to respond to it, then they can. And most of the yeah. times they do. Like, I think at the end of the day, everyone wants photographers to be charging like what they're worth. No one wants to be undercut. No one wants to be like, it happens all the time in Utah. Like people volunteer to do weddings eight hours for like 300 bucks <laughs> whereas like oh, wow. <laughs> mine started like 1750 or something for like yeah. four hours so it's like the whole undercutting thing really pisses people off so actually going through and making sure that you are charging what's right for the area and like all this stuff is something all photographers really want from you and then also just helping you with, like with gear giving you pointers and like what yeah. lens might work best for you and like editing styles and there's just mm. so much like in this industry that takes a while to learn but um yeah. once you've learned it like it's kind of second nature I think oh yeah so true <laughs> it takes a second but you get yeah, it does it. take a bit yeah, you get used to it. And I mean, there's always like, even, you know, once you're kind of, okay, I'm feeling good. I've got like this area figured out. It's like, okay, great. You're feeling really good about Instagram and marketing. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, how's your sales process? How's your back end of the business? How, yeah. like, how is your posing going? Like, there's just, there's, you know, there's a million things I could touch on that we won't open yeah. every single can of worms today. Um, yeah. But there's obviously always more things you can tackle. And I think it's great. You mentioned these Facebook groups because the Facebook groups and the Facebook community is so massive and you can reach mm -hmm. such a huge network of people. Like I swear my Facebook account, I would say most of the friends I have on there haven't even met in person, not one, like, well, okay. Yeah. One. Sure. A lot of them I have, but, um, it's amazing because it's like, I will go in, I'll connect with people through these Facebook groups. I'm like responding to whatever. I'm like, wow, they seem really cool. I'll just friend them. Boom. Right off the bat. Cause I'm like, this is so awesome to just have so many photographer friends. And I think um, having photographer friends and connections really helps you succeed in this because it is a bit cutthroat and uh, it's, you know, high stress situations. Sometimes you got to just I have a bunch of photographer friends will message each other and whatever. And we're like, oh, at well, one point we're going to have to meet in person, LOL. But it's like, we'll just bounce ideas off each other. Um, I'm super, I'm just such an open book with like anything people want to know, photography related or business side. They know to message me. I have people sharing different wins they're having. I'm celebrating them. I'm like, I want to just really push that positive community because unfortunately for, I don't know about in Utah, but here in Vancouver, 
a lot of the photographers are like, not a lot, but there is a few I've come into contact with that are just a lot more uh, competition over mm -hmm. community. And I know that's a, a quite a cliche phrase in this industry is like, you know, the community over competition, but I truly believe that the community is so important. And, you know, when this competition stuff comes up, it just kills me when someone, you know, I get these rude messages or people coming at me in the comments and I'm like, it's always local photographers. So I'm like, I guess yeah. it is, you know, the competition thing, but just drives me crazy. I'm like, all right, all the photographer groups I'm in now, it's like none of them are local ones because I'm like, okay, screw that. But <laughs> the ones that like you mentioned there, it's like, yeah, like I've met so many cool people and they're all over the world. And it's just so awesome to like come together and grow together and have that community. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. And I also, I think you're always going to have competition. It's like, I've talked to so many clients that are like, yeah, we're talking to you, but we have a couple other people that we're also like in correspondence with right now. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally fine. Like, fine. Yeah. It, it all boils down to stop thinking about yourself and think about your clients or your potential clients. Yes. Um, so what I always do just to make like a connection, most of my clients are not based in Utah. Um, I always hop on a call. I get really personal. I talk about like what I do, why I love it, like mm -hmm. help them craft their day, like really kind of get like a good intimate thing going with these potential clients. And mm -hmm. I think that if they click with you and if they vibe with you, because at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm going to be your friend. Like, yeah, I'm going to watch you guys make out in front of my camera for the next half hour. So like, we should be comfortable with each other. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I tell them, I'm like, if you don't vibe with me, if I am like too much for you, um, if we're, we don't have, like, if I wouldn't be your friend in real life, like, I don't want you to hire me as your photographer. It's totally. all about like, let's find the photographer that fits best for you like I'm going to put yeah. you in a lot of candid positions and I really like to just shoot outside if you're looking for someone that is like super posy like strobes inside studio like I'm not the person for you and that's totally yeah. okay like I want you to find someone that's going to fit all your needs and if that's not mm -hmm. me there's someone out there that's also really great and that being mm -hmm. said it's like your community is also super important to you and just being able to like have those photographers to lean on if like someone starts ghosting you if someone yeah. like doesn't book you if someone gets really mad at you people have all been that through that before and we can just mm -hmm. lean on each other um yeah. but there's also so many photographers out there that have like a really similar like style to me I mean there's a lot of elopement photographers coming up now lots of people like to be outside um so it's hard. There's lots of people that you can compete with or you can yeah. be inspired by them and lean on them. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's the client's decision. Like if you make a really good impression on them and they really like you, then that's what it all boils down to. Someone could have mm -hmm. like the same camera as me, the same exact editing style as me, um, the same gear, like the same type of photography. But if they meet me and click with me versus another photographer, I'm the one that's getting hired. Like yeah. you're the great thing about being a photographer is you are your brand. Yeah. So if they like you, then they're going to book you. And if they click with someone else, but better then they're going to book them. And that's totally okay. It might be better. Mm -hmm. for you. So 100%. I'm so glad you mentioned that because a lot of times I think, especially when photographers are starting out, you think, I have to book everyone and anyone that comes my way. And it's like, oh, they're going to pay me for a shoot. That's crazy. I have to book them. And, you know, it's still 
um, is, it's, you know, it's always a hard pill to swallow when you think that you vibed with a couple and they email back and say, we've decided to go another direction. You know, like I just had like my dream couple do that to me yesterday. And I was like, oh, I'm so devastated. But I'm like, you know what? Another photographer is celebrating right now. And I need to just realize that and be like, that's okay. Like maybe, you know, like we weren't a great fit. And I don't, like you said, I don't want to be over the top for them. I am a hundred percent extrovert. I'm going to be shrieking as they're doing their portraits. I'm going to be, you know, mm -hmm. like doing those kind of things that if it is too much, I'm like, yeah, like I might've thought we vibe, but like, it's true. Like you need to have that connection. And I will, you know, say to them too, on those meetings is like, I'll spend more time with you than you do with your spouse during your wedding. So like, you know, we yeah. got to make sure that that vibe is there. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. Cause that can yeah. just tell photographers too, that if people don't book you, that's okay. It's you need to serve your uh, ideal client, right. And make mm -hmm. sure that that's who you're serving and not trying to please everyone. If you try to please everyone, you're going to please no one. Right. Yeah. And that's another good thing to keep in mind is what is your ideal client? And that's something that so many people struggle with. Like, I don't really know. I just want a client. I want my money, but totally. really thinking about like, what is my ideal client? Like I just said, I'm like, I hate shooting weddings. Like if yeah. someone asks me to do a wedding and they're like, actually, we're going to go in a different direction. I'm like, great. Uh, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> have that day open for someone that probably is my ideal client. Like I'm getting yeah. close, just like not even offering that service anymore, just because yeah. I really do want like my, um, audience and all my potential clients to want an elopement and want to have getting ready photos and a dinner and a first look and like make it not just where we want to get hitched and we need a photographer for our 30 minutes. Like, let's mm -hmm. still make this day all about you, but you really just need to know like what you like to shoot and who your ideal client is. And then that's going to make it so much easier to know who to book and how to cater to those people as well. So 100% could not agree more. <laughs> I think you just hit that right on the head there. So, um, so much like awesome information that we're going through for a photographer that is listening right now who's like oh, I'm feeling a little bit lost or I'm starting out where do I even start so um I would love to hear your take on making the initial jump I guess from you know I'm I've got a camera I'm starting to do some shoots for friends and making that jump of okay now I want to start you know getting my packages together charging getting clients that are inquiring what are kind of the biggest piece of information that really struck you when you were in that position of like, okay, I want to make this jump because it is massive. And, you know, they always say content is king. And I would love to hear you speak to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like so many of the middle-aged men on Facebook are going to tell you don't charge until like, you know what you're doing. <laughs> middle-aged <laughs> yeah. men on oh. Facebook are the bane of my existence. Like I'll say oh, it right I now. <laughs> they're like if you're not using strobes like get the fuck out like <laughs> that's yeah, they, that's so just their generation dumb opinion yeah. it's like and um, i could go down no. a whole rabbit hole about artistry like i study art history i could go down like a rabbit hole of why natural light photographers with their stereotypical i'm doing quote unquote like orange <laughs> filters are in right now and like how it's going to change but um, back to not shitting on middle-aged men, <laughs> which we should all do sometimes. <laughs> but, um, I think once once you're comfortable, that's when you should start charging. Um, yeah. Once you have like 
I always like to say get something more than just your kit lens like a 50 millimeter lens is only like a hundred bucks get it used for like 60 bucks and that's yep. kind of I noticed such a huge difference like after switching to a 50 millimeter from like oh the, yeah from like what the lens comes with on my Canon Rebel um oh, just like the aperture difference I think is the huge is such a huge thing but as soon as you get that blurred background everyone yeah. suddenly has their jaw dropped I'm like I literally yep. picked this up for like hundred bucks from Best Buy. <laughs> My little Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So once you have, you don't need the best gear ever. You don't need a full frame yep. DSLR. You don't need a mirrorless camera. Um, I'd say probably really good things to get before you start charging is like a 50 millimeter lens, something yep. different than your kit lens. Make sure you're buying an SD card or memory card that writes fast your write speed is so important i like learn this through a facebook group <laughs> go yes. check out facebook groups questions that um your write speed is so important because then it's going to take all your photos faster and yep. then just make sure you're changing those out like i say like every year just to make sure that your car doesn't like flip on you um but once you have those two things you don't need a set editing style you don't need thousands of followers on instagram um just charge think look at everything you're paying for right now do you have a pixie set do you have a website um are you running facebook ads all this stuff um mm -hmm. that's going that are like business charges make sure you incorporate that into every shoot that you do so you are charging enough just at least cover your cost totally. of doing business if you bought a 30 sd card make sure you're charging at least 30 dollars for the shoot like that yeah. kind of stuff and then honestly, just go ham. Like the more experience mm -hmm. you get, um, get comfortable shooting in like manual mode or aperture priority mode. Um, just keep practicing with friends until you're like actually comfortable with that, I'd say. Just yeah. so if like you're in a lighting situation where you're not really sure what's going wrong, you know how to fix it. So just getting yeah. comfortable with that is really important. Totally. Um, mastering manual mode seems a lot harder than it is um yeah I think that we're all really intimidated by it at first but then like after a few weeks of playing with it you really understand like what all the settings are and how that like I think it's the lighting triangle works yeah. um just keep playing with it keep practicing um I think what's really going to make you stand out as a photographer is practicing in all lighting situations so like backlight yeah. golden hour blue hour full sun mm -hmm mid-morning like just test out like every lighting situation make sure that your settings are looking good and everything I think that's what's going to separate you from being like the photographer that can only shoot in golden hour and if we're not shooting in golden hour then the photos are gonna look like shit to okay I'm a better photographer now because I can shoot in any lighting situation and that's such totally. an important thing to know how to do yeah but I think once you you have enough practice and you're comfortable um, I'd say like the biggest thing is just to have a card that has a fast write speed, then um, mm -hmm. start charging. Like so many people are gonna tell you like, don't charge until you're ready. You never really know when you're ready. <laughs> then you're gonna look back in hindsight, like shit, I should have charged for that. So yeah. it doesn't need to be like thousands of dollars, like just charge for your time because it does take time to edit photos, to take photos, to drive to the spot. So. Mm -hmm. It's really important to charge once you're feeling comfortable in your work. 100%. That's so good. You mentioned so many good pieces of information that people need to take into account before 
being like, okay, yeah, like I'm ready. Um, because you know, it is, it is a big jump going from like, oh, I'm just shooting for fun because you know, it's like, I'm have my friends together and I'm having a good time. And mm-hmm. you know, I hear that all the time is like, well, Esther, I don't know if I, I need to charge. Cause like, I enjoy this. I'm like, yes, but you can do it more once you start to charge. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like knowing that line of like, okay, cool. I've got my 50 millimeter lens, I doesn't matter if you've got a full frame, use your crop sensor and toss a nifty 50 on there and go like, to a I sweet location for years. It's like, I, mm-hmm. and then I was taking really great photos on it. And I felt like I just yeah. started to get like, started to be blocked <laughs> by a wall. And I just like yeah. needed to go and get a full frame to like, really explore the potential that I had. Totally. Um, but once you're kind of like out of the woods with, okay, I feel comfortable taking photos and I feel like everything we just said, and you're like, all right, like, how should I raise my prices? How should I get better? Mm-hmm. Besides Facebook groups, we keep mentioning Facebook groups and they're great, oh, yeah. but it's not like hands-on experience. It's like a quick question situation. Totally. And I think the biggest way that I've learned is like through mentor sessions, invest in mentor sessions. Now yes. that you're charging for photos, you're getting a little bit of extra cash mentor sessions yep. with like some local photographers can be like two to $400, which, yep. and they're so, so, so valuable. And usually your mentor will go over anything you're struggling with, like whether that's yep. editing, um, what presets you should buy, like how to shoot in this lighting situation, um, how to hop into elopements, like just talking to someone local who does it, you should like their work <laughs> and yep. you want your work to be like their work you're just totally. meeting with another middle-aged man who uses strobes and you don't want anything to do with strobes don't do a mentor session from him <laughs> nope nope with someone with who has great work that you love and that you want to have but um yes. that's how you're going to learn more and that's how you're going to get hands-on experience and that's how you can even start charging more because now you have a better solid knowledge of what the industry is actually like because they're in the industry yeah. they know like how everything's going right now <laughs> exactly and they're in and the spot the that yeah they're in the spot that you want to be in so it's like mm-hmm. of course it's a no-brainer to learn from them but I think that was something I for me personally I waited way too long to you know mm-hmm. like I reached out to people in the beginning but I just did not like I would get ghosted I was like super discouraging so then finally when I found like I've had like six or seven different business coaches and mentor sessions and all this stuff mm-hmm. and different workshops and who I'm learning from because I'm like I love to learn from so many different people and that's what what pushed me to get into the the education side of things is just like Mm -hmm. I want to be able to do that for other photographers there is so many photographers out there that are just dying and they're so like they are so hungry for info like they're just dying to get this info and I'm like oh man that would be so cool to be able to do that and I mean I love that you just say like invest in in a mentor someone you look up to who's in the position that you want to be in that's the fastest way that you can grow Mm-hmm. and learn what you want to learn so like yeah if you want to grow like go do that um I'm so glad you talked about that I literally like went over that last night for one of our group coaching calls and I just said mm-hmm. like you know what you guys I'm just gonna say this like you've got a three-step process to success you gotta find someone that you trust and listen to what they're saying go and do it then you're gonna find success right so it's just this nice little simple three-step process and it's like oh well, when you put it that way, it doesn't seem so overwhelming. It's like, no, cause it's not, it's like, that's the easy, you can make your life so much easier than trying to figure it out on your own. Like I was like that person for two years that was like, well, I'm going to figure this out, like whatever. And like, if people aren't <laughs> responding to me, that's fine. I'll sort it out on my own. Well, you know what? There's too much to sort out on your own. It's like way, way too much, especially when you want to do it full time. It's like, 
okay, like there's actually a lot more to know. And I'm like, now I have like, you know, a team of like nine different people that I outsource different tasks to. And it's yes. like, I didn't realize I had to do that. I thought it was like just a one man show. Yeah. Um, but Gosh, yeah. once you're in the position, like to start outsourcing, like some, like newer photographers, I really don't feel like you need to yet, but I've definitely, I hit a point recently where I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I have so much going on right now. And then I'm also yeah. like in school full time and I still have a day job and I do photography part-time but like yeah I need someone to do something for me and yeah. honestly like just talking to like a friend and being like hey can you write write blog posts for me because I hate writing blog posts yeah do same like, outsource all the things that you hate to somebody else and honestly oh. like, their friends they'll probably do it cheaper than like someone that will like do social media things yeah. I don't want to like undercut all the people that are really great at running social medias. Like they would probably do a lot better of a job because they know a lot more about SEO and stuff. But um, if you're in a pinch, then having just a friend being able to like write a blog post out for you, I just send a voice memo to my friend Amber and she writes everything out and fills in all the gaps and takes away her all my um <laughs> from <laughs> everything that I'm saying. So she's yeah. the best. I highly recommend outsourcing once you kind of are at a good place for that. But um, totally. I think maybe this is off topic now. Um, Go for it. But I think don't stress too much about finances. Um, yeah. New businesses are all about investing all of your money into everything. Are there mistakes that I've made? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Pretty products I did not need that I thought looked cool and I liked it for five minutes and then I was done with it that I just dropped $90 on. Um, I recently like signed up for the Knot and Wedding Wire, like Wedding Pro. And I just like, it's not my audience and I'm in a contract with them and it's like over two grand for the year. And I'm like, shit like that was not what I should have spent my money on like I've been there done that yep I'm not getting the wedding wire yep and I ignored everyone and I did it anyway <laughs> but the point is is like you're gonna spend your money on stupid things every once in a while and that's okay you're gonna make more money and even if you go broke like money is just a man-made thing anyway yeah, um just, just stop stressing about money so much is I think another really. thing to um point out um 100%. invest all your money into everything is what I think um yeah. like there's so many online workshops like Don Photo has a really good client experience course obviously like Jai Long has his whole business map there's so many just like online courses that are self-paced that um you should 100% take and ask people about um see if they liked it see if it's gonna suit you yeah. um oh I was gonna say one other thing I lost it but just keep investing no worries <laughs> and you're gonna probably invest your money in something stupid at some point and it yeah. happens I think everyone is totally and that's the best way to learn <laughs> yeah and that's totally okay like I said I'm in a yeah. contract with like wedding pro right now that I'm not going to get out of for the next year and yep. they're taking like $300 from me every month to just give me shitty leads that I don't use so yeah so <laughs> like just going back to yeah. ideal clients like none of these people are yeah. my ideal client and no it sucks but it happens and you're going to get yeah. through it so don't worry about totally. it. Take out a yeah. loan. If you have to get a new credit card, like 
so be it. You'll pay it off. Um, totally. It's not a house. So yeah, you'll be okay. Yeah, it's not worth, not worth, not worth the stress hundred yeah. percent. And you know what, you're going to spend your money. I've spent my money on some very dumb decisions, you know, looking back on it, mm -hmm. of, uh, all photography related expenses. And I'm like, it's a business expense. Let's go. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, and, oh, you know, I did that like while I was a startup too. And I'm like, what an idiot. Why did I do that? But it's like, no, you know what? I've learned from that now. And mm -hmm. now like, since like, I, I think like, I, it's a great lesson to learn. I've come out of that to be like, okay, that's something I would never do again. And I, you know what, learn from that's life experience. And I'm like, whatever it happens. And yeah. you know what, even in the photography business and in my personal life, I've, I've spent money on dumb things and personal life too. You know, what? <laughs> like all the six dresses in my closet right now with tags on them, you know, it's just like, yeah. that's how it is. And that's okay. So I love that you um, mentioned that as well. Mm -hmm. man oh man all right Megan uh we have so many amazing nuggets and not even nuggets like just like gold information <laughs> in this episode which I'm so so happy about so just before we close up here I'd love to end if you could give the best piece of information or the best piece of advice you've ever received while running a photography business what would that be? I love to ask people this. Everyone has something different and I love ending episodes this way. So I would love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Oh, that's such a deep question. It is. I love to go that's deep. You <laughs> <laughs> might sit here for the next 10 minutes while I like sort through my brain. I'll uh, um, insert the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> yeah, that's not 10 minutes though. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's true. You want as long as the Jeopardy theme song is. <laughs> um, I think this is probably business, but it's also just life advice. Um, yeah, I'd say do what makes you happy. Um, I will say YOLO all the time, and I 100% believe that that's true. You only live once. Um, if you fucking hate your day job, quit it and do something you like. Um, you really only live once and it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to go broke. Um, it's okay to succeed. You don't need to be super humble about every win that you have Celebrate it. Um, honestly, like you do my, I'll just say my advice is YOLO. <laughs> um, <laughs> just literally do what makes you happy. Like I will tell everyone this, whether they're a creative, a photographer, a florist, um, my roommate, like my dog, I don't care. Like just do what makes you happy. If photography makes you happy, then continue with it. You'll have to work hard for everything that you want in life. And that's just a fact, but you can do anything. I think that that's a really important thing to keep in mind. You can do anything. I'm 21 years old. I'm on track to making $40,000 this year like with school, with a day job, like photography alone is going to get me 40K at 21. And then I just keep so thinking, awesome. I'm like, I'm going to make even more money next year, even more money the year after. I'm going to make yep. everybody happy. If I make one person unhappy, that's okay because I have a hundred other people that were so happy with what we did. So just focus on all the positive things. Um, do what you love. You only live once. If you hate your corporate America job, quit it and do something that actually makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, that's what life is about, is just being happy. I love 
I love everything you just said there. And I just think, you know what, you're so right. Like, don't put yourself in a position that you're going to be doing something that you absolutely hate. Like nothing rips my heart more when I hear someone say they hate what they do every single day. I'm like, I can't imagine. I literally can't. I just can't put myself in that position. So I love everything. Such good advice. I think, you know what, it, it goes perfectly for life advice and for photography business advice. And like, you're, just freaking crushing it at 21 years old. I did not realize you were 21. <laughs> That's so amazing. So, um, um, but I'll also, I'll, I'll just like yeah, one disclaimer to that. It's also yeah. okay to like be sad and have depression and be anxious about things. At the end of the day, like obviously I want you to be happy, but it's also very human to need a break from something, to have a day where you're not working your ass off, to. Yep fail at something like there's nothing wrong with that either failure is part of success that means you're learning so just I feel like I need to add that disclaimer I totally like have had a week where I'm just like leaning more into depression and I have like very negative thoughts about my whole business but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I'm like I'm gonna come out on top and I'm gonna be okay so do what makes you happy (laughs) so we we wouldn't No, that's a perfect disclaimer. And we, we wouldn't be human if that wasn't the case. So I think that's, mm-hmm. um, that's just how it is. So I love that you mentioned that there. Can you let everyone know, I will link it in the show notes, but let people know where they can find you on Instagram. Yes, it's megang.photography. Megan is spelled with an H because my parents hate me. Um, it's M-E-G, M-E-G-H-A-N-G dot photography. Thanks for listening to Shoot Your Shot with your host, Esther Lorman, founder of Educated by EMP. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you thought about today's podcast. Let's be friends on Instagram. Hit me up at Educated by EMP and let's chat. Until next time.